Blog Talk Radio. You're a mystical man. Lead us through. Entrepreneurs through the five tiers of accelerated business development. 
and she's the co-CEO of PositiveImpactMakers.org, where the focus is on helping others by raising capital through crowdfunding. Woo-woo. She is an, uh, an author, a, a speaker, a mastermind facilitator. I mean, she she's out there, folks. She's an advocate of and avidly teaches what she's here for today, crowdfunding strategies for small businesses, using her signature blueprint system, which I probably should have used before I started, to help create this execute successful crowdfunding campaigns. Welcome to the show, Lynn Hawkins. I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. It's so great to be here with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you. As I read that, I thought, oh, man, I could have used those. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, Lynn, we, I want to jump in. What got you in this place to want to teach, uh, teach crowdfunding for businesses? And it is a very interesting process. But I, the one thing that I've learned, and I'm sure we'll talk about this over the next 30 minutes, is there's a science to it. Oh, my gosh, yes. And there's pretty much a science to everything in business. And one of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of people who want to do crowdfunding don't see crowdfunding as a business and Mm. a system, you know, having a system for success. And you asked about my journey. I think it started when I was a teenager. My mom was executive director of a, a new program for the elderly in the city where I grew up and I started helping her by helping her initially just typing up the grant application forms that she had written to get seed money for the organization. And then Mm. she started teaching me things and I started doing the applications myself with her actually reviewing what I did and making whatever shifts and and enhancements in order for the funding applications to be successful, which they were. She raised millions of dollars while she was executive director. And I got to participate with all of those elderly people who I saw. If that seed money had not come through, those individuals would not have gotten the service and the help that they needed. And then, you know, after 30 years in commercial real estate lending and seeing the plight of some small businesses, especially women-owned small businesses, I was just like, there's something that I can do. And as the grant world opened up to favor small business a little better, um, you know, a lot of people think, too, that nonprofits are not-for-profit organizations or not businesses. (laughs) They're totally businesses, right? Always. That's right. And now with the Obama Jobs Act, the legislation that's come out of the Jobs Act, allowing crowdfunding to open to yet even another level for small business, small business is getting the recognition of their contribution to the issues of society, and they're able to get better support where funding is concerned. And that's been that's really been it. And having coached women entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, having been in real estate, a broker, and in lending, as well as sales, leasing, property management, all aspects of commercial real estate, the the women, the, the piece that women were missing was the same piece that in corporate America women say that they're missing, and that's the mentorship, that's the guidance, that's the community where they can see themselves thrive and thus their businesses thrive. 
And the same thing goes for crowdfunding. Those of us who are doing it because we hear the theory of it, yet we haven't matched it with the science and the systems, we're wondering, am I doing it right? Is it going to work? And, you know, the statistics prove that because of that, 80% of all crowdfunding campaigns fail. Kickstarter and Indiegogo are the biggest platforms, which is one of the biggest things that people should look at when they're doing crowdfunding campaigns. And they're the platforms that have the largest failure rates. Of course, you know, mm. getting anything done, you look at it, is it a failure thus bad or is it a failure and an opportunity? And I go for the opportunity side because there's lessons everywhere. But that yeah. is truly why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's and I can't tell you how wonderful it is to have someone like you out there because when when a person starts to think about crowdfunding, um, there's so much involved. And, and I'm saying this, folks, for those most of you already know that I'm doing a crowdfunding campaign for a spiritual center in in Peru, and um, it it really um, has been a learning curve for me, and yet. At the same time, we were discussing before the show that I, I I didn't see crowdfunding as business until I got in it, and then I realized, oh, this is the principles all still 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 apply, right? So before we get any deeper, you have a new book coming out that talks to some of this stuff, and I is it is there a place for them yet to go see about it or a website or something they can go and learn more about you? Uh, actually, there is. It's positiveimpactmakers.org, and at the top there's a tab that says crowdfunding. You can find out more about the book, the crowdfunding work that I do. Um, I talk about platforms because, again, a lot of people think, you know, what platform do I use? They go out and think that they're being very selective about where it is that they're going to place their crowdfunding campaign, yet after the fact, they realize, well, I wish I could have done this, and I wish I could have done that. And I talk about the fact that having the right platform is key to a crowdfunding campaign's success. But you'll find out who I am and what I'm doing and the book and everything right there, positiveimpactmakers.org. There you go. Uh let me ask you a question. You, you've done some of these, and you clearly have had your share of of uh, opportunities. I, it's, I'd be interested to know this. What constitute a failure? Because you said something a minute ago about is it really a failure or is it an opportunity for success? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what constitutes on crowdfunding that you absolutely blew it? Zero? <laughs> you know, I mean, Zero. what, what – I mean, just because you set a number and you don't hit it, I don't know if that's a failure. I mean, you may have set the wrong number. That's you know? right. So there there are a couple of things that actually are like the benchmark of failure. One is you paid, you know, you had costs associated with starting your crowdfunding campaign. And I can't tell you, I've had people tell me I paid a Ph.D. in I don't know what. But I paid a PhD, you know, thousands of dollars to do my crowdfunding campaign and they got me all set up and then nothing happened. That is what I would consider an epic fail. Now, set it up, raise some money, whether it's 
a dollar, ten dollars, a hundred, or two thousand dollars towards whatever, and I, I say whatever your goal is, is a failure in the in the statistical sense. However, you know what do you, what do you look at as it relates to a failure when it comes down to the value of an experience? And mm. that's where I say the tables turn. The value of the experience, and it, you know, it's it's personal because there are a lot of people who it say, is. "I did it once, it didn't work, I'll never do it again." When yeah. actually that might have been your learning, your your you know your college degree in crowdfunding, and then you're not going to do it again. You just wasted all of that that went before. And I say get back out there and do it again. It's like falling off a horse. You get back on that horse and you do it again. You've learned something, do it differently this time. And, you know, in between time, go find out what has made campaigns successful. And I have to tell you, I'm one of those ones that I didn't even stop to think about what went wrong. I was just on the horse again. And then probably (laughs) after after several times falling off that puppy, I was like, okay, now i got to figure out, am I getting on the right side? Am I sitting securely? How do I need to hold the reins? You know, and then you start thinking, okay, let me, let me find somebody. And this is the, the beauty of mentorship. Let me find somebody that really knows how to do this, that can teach me this stuff. And that's where my value gets added to the mix. Because oh, I, and, and trust there. me, I can see that. I can I can see that because this week my first week I, I wasn't even on the saddle I was on the belly <laughs> hanging on for dear life. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, oh, you know, man. and it's also like where you are right now is tantamount to in this analogy. I remember a time I love horseback riding, so having this analogy is really great. Yeah, me too. I remember. Early on, I went horseback riding with some friends. For whatever reason, I was the last one to get on a horse, and the horse did not want me on it. (laughs) And so it went to the middle of this giant mud puddle and said, I'm going to get your butt off of me, and reared (laughs) up and just shook around. And me, I was like, oh, heck no. And I stayed in the saddle, I stayed on that horse, and then the horse decided, okay, I'm going to gallop, and I'm going to scare the mess out of you. It went galloping, and I was just, yes, let's go, you know, because it was in that next opportunity that I actually got to see what I was made of, what the horse was made of, the fact that, you know, maybe we were two alphas at the time coming together, and and that horse did not like me. But after the fact, there was some great respect between the two of us. And that's the space within which you, the person, the individual, gets to benefit. There's no telling who you might meet during the course of your campaign because you're continuing on that journey. There's, I mean, there's so many possibilities on that part of the journey that you don't want to, not only do you not want to stop, but you want to gallop through it. 
You know, I'm glad you said that, folks. And and I want to say this, that that obviously I'm going through, um, as I said, riding the horse on on the belly, (laughs) literally hanging on. But you just said something that brought something up. You never know who you're going to meet along the way. And I, and so I'm going to share a couple of successes real quick about my campaign because I've been saying that, you know, it's been quite a challenge. It hasn't been a challenge in the sense that it's bad. It's been a challenge because I don't know what I'm doing. It's a little bit different for, for if you know what you're doing. But I, had a, I have a, a business that does solar panels, that uh, does solar panels in India and in Santa Fe, uh, New Mexico, who's gave me a call, the CEO did, and says, I want to I work with you in making sure that we have solar panels on your center um, in Peru because that's a, an area of, of the world that really needs to understand solar power. And that was a cool thing. It was like, wow. And so we got a chance to talk, and I would have never met him if I didn't have this thing going. And, and then I had a, a, an email from, uh, from Colombia and one from uh, Costa Rica, and so, you know what? You, you just got to keep on keeping on. I mean, you know, uh, but but I, I'm telling you, folks, I, I do I do hindsight's twenty twenty. Get Lynn on your team. I mean, get Lynn on your team. There's nothing like having that that person that really understands, you know, uh, what's going on because there really is a science to this. There really is a science to how your message is is coming across. It's just like everything. Like it, you might as well have gone and got a. A, a, a spot on CNN because that's what it is. It's it's blasted. It's big, and um, and and people see it. And so if the message you put on CNN, everybody knows what that is, is not right. It's not going to fall correctly, and then and then people aren't going to respond. So it, this is what this is all about: is 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 get her book when it comes out. Go to her website. I think she said positiveimpactmakers.org. Is that right? No, or the P three. That's right. Which one? Is that it? Okay. Positiveimpactmakers.org. So there you go. So let let me ask you a question. What has been your greatest success? I want to know a success. What 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 has been something that you're really proud of in crowdfunding? I am proud of the fact that I have Michael E. Gerber's Legacy Foundation as a campaign that I'm developing and will be managing. We're in the early stages, but, you know, if you if you have ever heard of Michael E. Gerber, the E-Myth. I do. And E-Myth. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Michael is now 80 years old. He is doing his, what I call, legacy work. Uh, he's been doing it his whole business life, but he's doing it in a more focused, legacy-directed way now. And I have been privileged to be asked to um, create, help create, run, manage his Legacy Foundation and the Legacy Foundation campaign. And so it's, it's in the process of being developed, and that is probably my biggest success. And I'll tell you why. Because it, it goes back to this, you never know who you're going to meet along the journey. Yep. I read the E-Myth back in 2009 when I first became an entrepreneur and I realized that I had gone through every stage of business that he talks about in the book from the the practitioner to the uh, entrepreneur within even the corporate environment and I recall also having people tell me I was wrong because of the philosophies that I had about you know bringing heart to business and mm. um, <clears throat> being 
really my business. I was in charge in a couple of the companies that I worked for for divisions, and I saw each of my divisions as a business within the business. And I was able to teach that to the people and the teams that worked for me and with me. And from that, you can't imagine the amount of motivation and inspiration that gave the individuals about their contribution to mm. the work that they were doing. You know, and I teach this philosophy about seeing beyond the why. Everything, in everything you want to identify, why are you doing this? What's your why? And, Daniel, you talk about it so well in your uh, video about the retreat center, um, you. why you're doing this and why it's important to you. But there's a why be beyond the why. And you talked about that, too. The people in the neighboring villages who mm -hmm. are going to benefit mm -hmm. from your doing this, the people who are going to bring their teams and, and bring themselves to create and to co-contribute into that spiritual center. That's the why beyond the why. And for business, you know, a lot of people say, well, I need this large piece of equipment, and if I can crowdfund to get that, or I need startup seed capital, and if I can crowdfund to get that, that's the initial why. But I, I really challenge people to look at the why beyond the why. Why do you need, what's the, what's the benefit that that piece of equipment is going to bring to you and your business? And beyond that, what's it going to do for the people that you serve, the clients and yes, customers that you yes. serve? That's that's yeah. the why beyond the why. What's the the thing that um, your book is going to bring to the world? Who's going to benefit from reading your book? I want to write a book. It costs X dollars. I want to crowdfund for those dollars. But and that's your initial why. But what's the why beyond the why? People reading this book are going to have lives changed, lives saved, lives and, and pass it on. That's part of it too. We, at one point in society a couple of decades ago, really got behind the idea of pay it forward and pass it on. Mm -hmm. And I think it's become sort of a cliche. And part of what I do is bring that philosophy back to light in crowdfunding because that's really what it's all about. Crowdfunding is utilizing the crowd to fund your need. But the crowd has to see how the crowd's going to benefit so that they can buy into and mm -hmm. buy into from a heart perspective what it is that mm. you're doing. Mm. And that's, that's, you know, the whole why behind the why is so that you can make that connection. It's the resonating frequency. It's you know, I love what you just out. That's yeah, I love that. what you just said because the the that was – you know, there's the thing about the campaigns, and this is something that that um, I'm not scared to do. <clears throat> I don't know if other people would do it. Is is I've seen it where people put stuff up and they don't go revisit it after they get going, and and it obviously not landing the right message. Or what you said is so powerful. What is the why behind the why? And the why behind the why I've learned in one week is what's in it for me. What is the what is the donate the person that's that's contributing to your dream getting from being part of it? 
and how are the people around the center getting th- that benefit, more specifically rather than a brushstroke? You know, and that is so powerful. What is the why? And I think, that, again, this applies to business. What is the why behind the why? I have a big dream. Great. That's your dream. What's the why behind the why? You know, what's what's behind mm-hmm. the why? If, if you land that, and I, and I felt that, thank you for saying what you said about the video. I felt like I did that. But I don't think I I, I, I landed the why behind the why as well as I could have. And and that's one of the things I'm going back to do, uh, and and, I'm, and not professionally, just on a, a YouTube thing. Here's the why behind the why, mm-hmm. and really adding that to the campaign, mm-hmm. so people really know that that I have a big heart for those people, you know, and that they can be part of, of putting people to work. I mean, they make five dollars a day mm-hmm. there, and and what a little bit of money can do to get those people to work. So one more thing, we only have five minutes. Man, this went fast. I just got one question for you. And uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to get it. We're gonna have to do another show when your your book comes out on the twentieth. So maybe in November we'll have you back once the book book is out. Um, you, do you have that. a project that you that you want to uh, that you're you want to get out to the audience that that you're behind right now? Well, I do. It's an amazing project. It's called the Permission Movement Empowerment Project, mm. and it's an authorship and um, skills development project for girls aging out of foster care, for women who are transitioning out of prison, who really are looking at, you know, going out into society as being a very scary thing for themselves. And for numerous reasons, I have no support, you know, it takes me back there. I have no support. And the support that I have keeps me in this circle of thinking that I've got a problem. I'm a kid who's come out of the foster care system and there's something wrong. There's something broken in me. Or I'm broken, I yeah. something to happen and I'm broken. And the same thing with women transitioning out of prison. So 20 women, 20 women entrepreneurs who come through this journey of life and have had their share of things occur in life and in business are sharing their story and one thing, one tool, one, one empowerment tool that they've used during their journey that they consider was really something that um, elevated and escalated not only their growth, but their success. And so that's being shared in the book. And the books are being turned, well, the book is being turned into a study guide for these Good. groups of young girls and women so that they can learn these tools. And it really focuses on the tools that each one brings up, whether it's hypnosis or Reiki or um, charisma or technology. Those are the tools that these girls and these women can now put in their success kit, their toolbox, so that when they do move forward in life, I mean, I think of some of this stuff and what life might have been for me learning this at age 20 or even 30 that I know now. And that's what this project is to do for these girls and these women. And How do they find people it? People can find um, – I have a short link that's not really that short, but it's bit.ly, <laughs> B-I-T dot L-Y, forward slash C-F works for crowdfunding works, and that's spelled C-F-W-O-R-X. And there's a science behind that philosophy to the works dash PME for Permission Movement Empowerment and then Projects. So it's bit.ly forward slash CFWorks, W-O-R-X dash PME Project. 
And Lynn. you'll be able to, yes. Yeah, no, go ahead. Finish up. Oh, I was getting ready to say you'll be able to find out more about the project, um, who we're serving, how we want to get there, and your contribution would be so, so wonderful. You heard it, it, folks. You heard it, folks. Lynn, our time is up. What a wonderful, wonderful time I had with you. We're going to have you back once your book is out. I want to read it. Uh, I want to talk about the book more specifically and uh, some of the stories and the things that you teach people in there. And let's teach, let's teach people to stay on the horse the right way. <laughs> yes. But Bad listen, word. you have a beautiful week. You have a beautiful week. Thank and thank you, you so me. much again for your time. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. You bet.